For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Following program are pre-recorded Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bach, along with Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy, Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. And welcome, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, mushrooms. We are going to talk some, about mushrooms. Some fungus among us. Yep, yep. Now, it's kind of funny because when you brought this up as a topic, um, and people are a lot of, you know, whether it's athlete's foot, jock itch, toenail fungus, you know, people are familiar with fungus. Right. Fungal infections is actually overall very, very bad and hard to get rid of. Yeah. But one of the first things that popped into my mind is, you know, and, and I buy supplements and, and so I'm always looking at, at supplements and, and what I've noticed over the last year or two uh, you're seeing a lot of mushroom supplements. This is something I have not seen on the store shelves for ever, um, but they seem to be popping up now because there must be some benefit with them. Yeah, you know, we, we see some mushroom extracts in some of our, you know, multiple layer products. Um, last Friday, I had a, a gentleman walk in the pharmacy and he asked, asked us if we had Ganoderma and I had no idea what he was talking about. So in um, 80 years of being a pharmacist yeah. or, or 90 or whatever it is now that you were stumped. I, w- I was stumped. So I quick looked it up um, and it's actually one of the reishi mushrooms. And I've heard of reishi. It's in a couple of the products that we have. But I realized I don't know a lot about mushrooms. So do they come in pieces? Yeah. Are they reishi so, pieces? Yeah, stems. <laughs> reishi pieces? So what you what what I really enjoy about coming in on Thursday mornings is the research that I do to be prepared. So You do a lot of homework. You, Kevin comes in with a stack. Yeah. And so no matter what direction we may go with the conversation. I can you, find it. You can find it. <clears throat> yeah. So I started doing some reading and I did did a fair amount of research on and off this week about medicinal mushrooms. Um, and I thought, yeah, there's a subject here. So that's, that's where we're going. Well, and I was familiar with them at Asian medicine sure it, it, been around for centuries and sure. centuries and centuries but has kind of stayed in that space uh with with asian medicine yeah as you're as you'll hear in a minute there's many cultures that use mushrooms in their in their medicinal world and we'll, we'll kind of go through that um i find it interesting anytime there's a quote-unquote food that really has a medicinal property so hippocrates um said whenever let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And, and a lot of the medicines, modern medicines we use, really originate in nature. You know, 
they they're they're originally from say a, a plant you know you look at our cholesterol well drugs. and we've talked about this yeah. in the past getting back to the roots of compounding it was really about roots yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it, a lot of it, it was it, the plants in nature it was so looking into mushrooms and the medicinal properties and and of course as as we get modernized we're getting you know very pure extracts from the mushrooms um, I think mushrooms are probably a good thing to have in our diet as long as you're not having problems with ingesting a fungus. Um, the first thing I thought of was what you mentioned was agent. So TCM is traditional Chinese medicine. It's kind of probably has the longest history in, in the use of mushrooms. Um, it dates back thousands and thousands of years. In fact, Ganoderma is one of the most well-known medicinal mushrooms in traditional Chinese medicine. And that's what I found when I looked up Ganoderma as a reishi mushroom. It took me right to traditional Chinese medicine because it's very, very prevalent in that. But there's, but there's other cultures, Ayurveda. Ayurveda medicine originated in India. And Ayurveda is the skill of putting together multiple things to get a positive outcome. So Ayurveda is the kind of the science of synergy. Things work really well together. Layered approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, so various mushrooms use an Ayurveda that they, they possess medicinal properties. So cordyceps, cordyceps, and we're going to go through these in, in greater detail. Cordyceps very, very um, prevalent in Ayurveda medicine. It's used as an adaptogen um, to help you adapt to stress. And we've had a conversation about unresolved stress recently. Um, <clears throat> Japanese and Korean traditions use medicinal Chinese medicines. The staple for them was shiitake. We see shiitake mushrooms as part of formulas that are put together by the companies that we use. Um, shiitake is good for immune function. So in some of the immune products that we were seeing during this whole COVID time, some of them had some sh shiitake mushroom extract in it. And it's in there, but... I didn't really do my homework until this week, so well. And it's, it, when it's, I was, so it was an it was an interesting. When week. I was skimming through stuff, it, it, so <clears throat> mushrooms, Native American culture, yeah, um, very prevalent. Um, also, uh, I found some stuff in Egyptian. Uh, there were some references to Egyptian medicine, sure. that, that were there. I'm like, wow, that that okay, yeah. Um, but you know, and we're not talking about the the psilocybin. The, no. the hallucinogenic, <laughs> no, no, that the, that's not a medicinal, medical, these are different. There, there's a distinct difference between the two. Well, if you look at the plant world, there are different sides to it. There, in this case, there's a medicinal side and there's a psychedelic side. Even, even, in, even in the cannabinoid world, hemp has cannabinoids, but it's touted to be more medicinal. Now, medical marijuana is touting to be medicinal, but it also has the hallucinogenic and intoxicating effect. The, the interesting thing that I started to read about mushrooms is the modern scientific research, because that's typically what happens is the modern research will follow some of the ancient medicinal modalities because there's, out, there's positive outcomes, so they're going to research why. Why are we getting a positive outcome? Um, we use Beta-glucans are very, very common. Well, beta-glucans, polysaccharides, um, triterpenoids, they're all part of our medicinal world, but they're derivatives of mushrooms. Um, I knew beta-glucans were, but I didn't know about some of the others. 
fungus among us, yeah. and then there's some good stuff out there. Yep. Uh, we're talking about uh, mushrooms and, and fungus and the different medical sides of that with Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy, Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Superdoc 1270. I'm Steve Biden, along with Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy, Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. And we're talking about mushrooms. So the fungus among us, and not the fungus between your toes. No, like no. Cases. So, all right, so when you're looking at a mushroom and, and you see the stem, you see the cap, there's a little bit of a root system that really you, you don't see that goes underground. Uh where are the benefits come? Because there's different pieces to a mushroom, and and you know some mushrooms are rather dangerous. Because yes. I know people that pick them, and some are good for you. And, and but it's the different components of the mushroom that have different properties. Yes, and uh, unless you're well schooled, you don't walk around in the wild and pick mushrooms and eat them. So even if I were, you, no, no, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> so the mycelium is. The root and the stem, it's the carrier of the nutrients to the fruiting body. That's the, what, what we see, you know, the majority of what mushrooms look like. But the interesting thing about mushrooms, and when we get into it deeper in this session, is there's many different looks to mushrooms. You know, their color and the shapes, and it's not the traditional cap that you think of. Some are, but the majority of them are really strange-looking um, but again, it's the fruiting body that is going to carry the nutrients. And well, so going back to the nutrient side too, you have to remember um, mushrooms grow out of decay. Right. So that's part of some of the dangerous properties is you've got decay. So it's how that nutrient is absorbed and transformed and utilized in the cap that is either dangerous or good for you. Right. And and. Maybe not all of the cap is actually good for you as well. So, you know, we're looking for, again, the beta-glucans, the tri- triterpenoids. Those, those are the nutrients that are in the mushrooms that have their, the, the, give us the positive medical outcomes. So I just thought it was interesting, to hit, you know, some of the history of the different kinds of mushrooms. And we're going we're gonna to talk about the top seven medical mushrooms. And some of these may sound familiar to some of the audience. Um, and they all have kind of a subtitle. So, in fact, one of them's it's the mushroom that's not a mushroom. It's actually part of a tree bark. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So My favorite mushroom? The yeah. one on my steak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the sautéed ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the top seven medical mushrooms um, include one called lion's mane. Lion's mane mushroom is mushroom for the mind. Um, and... It's really, it, it, its benefits are that it supports healthy brain function and neuron regeneration. Um, we have people ask for lion's mane. I believe we do have a lion's mane mushroom um, extract, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for improvement in 
cognitive function and focus and um and they buy it and they rebuy it because they 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 say that it helps um historic historically lion's mane is it's beautiful in appearance it's a very attractive looking mushroom um it also let me guess it looks like a lion's mane mane. Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah it does but it doesn't grow out of the ground it actually grows on trees so you might actually have seen shell looking things on the barks of trees they're probably a type of a mushroom maybe not medicinal but they're growing on like you said they're growing on decay yeah some sort of a fungus right and and is there a difference between the definition of a a fungus is it kind of like a a square is a rectangle rectangle is not a square right a mushroom's a fungus but a fungus isn't always a mushroom right right yeah oh yeah that, that that that's definitely true um so lion's mane, um, it's very, very popular. The more I read about it, the more I found it's very prevalent in, in, in all worlds. Um, the reishi mushroom, which we talked about initially, it's a, it's a Ganoderma type of mushroom. Um, the reishi mushroom is considered the mushroom of immortality. Now, what it's typically used for is as a sleep aid and an important immune modulator so the idea that it's for immortality is if we sleep better, we're probably going to live longer. And if our immune function is better, we're probably going to live longer. Um, reishi mushrooms are rich in polysaccharides. That, and it's the polysaccharides that are associated with, with improved immune function. Um, and if taken for a long time, science really shows that it can be very, very beneficial and significantly import, support your immune function. Um, cordyceps. Cordyceps is a mushroom, again, that may sound familiar. Familiar. Um, cordyceps improves lung capacity and increases energy. So lung capacity would be, pro- cordyceps might be used in somebody that has, you know, COPD, as long as it's not interfering with the medications they're on, asthma, those types of people, those Maybe seasonal allergies. You you might you might see a cordyceps mushroom extract in some seasonal allergies when lung capacity is diminished. Um, shaga mushroom is the mushroom that's not a mushroom. It's a mushroom that it's considered a mushroom, but it's not a mushroom. It's actually um, put out by birch trees. It's part of the birch tree bark, so it's more of a bark. Um, but it it's typically used to help digestion and it's good for it's good for the skin and and the idea that it's good for the skin is apparently the shaga mushroom is part of the birch bark because it helps protect the tree so it's thought that that is how it originally was used because it was seen on trees and healthy birch trees so it was assumed that it would be good for for skin um turkey tail turkey tail mushrooms the mushroom of multiple colors um and again, the primary function of turkey tail is it, it helps boost the immune system. Um, and it does that by increasing our natural killer cells. Um, and that's important. We want good killer cells. To boost white cells? Yeah, killer cells are T cells. They're, T cells. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're scavengers. So a killer cell is... So if there's an infection and your immune function is trying to target that um, the bugs we'll, we'll call them bugs they send they tend to send out deflectors 
to to draw the attention of our killer cells away from the bad guy that our immune system is trying to treat. Um, your your T cells and your killer cells they gather up these byproducts of the disease so that our killer cells can attack the the, the actual bacteria or whatever we're dealing with. So something like turkey tail is going to help with gather up those free radicals is what they're boost called. That system. They're going to the boost radicals. They're going to okay. they're going to boost that system. Yep. Um, shiitake, shiitake is the fragrant mushroom. Um, apparently, it has a very very pleasant odor, and it's typically used to support cardiovascular health and liver health. Um, and lastly, maitake mushroom is the dancing mushroom. And I found a video of a maitake mushroom, and it almost looks like they're in an ocean. They're like fingers like they flutter? flowing. They flutter. Yep, yep. There's no cap. They're like fingers, um, but they're really, really cool looking. Um, and again, it's really more of a cardiovascular health uh, blood pressure benefit and, again, immune support. Well, and the shiitake, you mentioned the fragrance on that. It, that's why they're widely used in cooking. Yeah. Because of the, the fragrance that comes with uh, the shiitake mushroom. So it, it's good for presentation it and is. good for bouquet when you're making that fine meal. Uh, we're talking like the Food Channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have breakfast yet this morning. I'm hungry. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bike along with Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy, Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. We're talking about fungus and mushrooms and the health side of that. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All about the pets. Steve Dale's Pet World. Saturday afternoon at 4 on Super Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bogan along with Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy, Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. And we're talking about fungus, the fungus among us. We're talking about mushrooms and the medicinal health aspect of mushrooms so okay like i said i've been seeing mushrooms and mushroom extract on store shelves for a little over a year now about a year and a half is it's really come into its own and we talk about absorption and things like that all the time and the quality of these different supplements and I've picked up several of these bottles, and, and some of them are, are specific, this type of mushroom or that type of mushroom. You, but usually I'll see a mushroom extract and it'll list a few things on there. Um, I, I'm guessing the average consumer, myself included, is not going to have any clue what amounts or quality or anything as you're sitting there looking at a bottle that says mushroom extract. I've been doing this a long time, and I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Teach us. Yeah. So one of the interesting things about mushrooms is we kind of consider them a vegetable. 
but they're not. They're not a plant or an animal. They're a fungus. And when we get into the next session, we talk about some of the risks of mushrooms. It's, it centers around the fact that not everybody should... It's a fungus. It's a fungus. Not everybody should ingest them. Well, and, and I know people that, <clears throat> you know, one of the worst medical conditions that's out there is get a fungal infection. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, good luck. It, those are hard to get rid of. So we, you have to be very careful with fungus. We've talked about biofilms. Fungus yep. are very, very adept at building themselves a biofilm to protect themselves. Now, the bad fungus are. Um, the good fungus in mushrooms really don't do much in the penetration of a biofilm. So you typically don't treat fungus infection with a fungus. Sometimes even a, even a quality fungus will exacerbate the condition because you're adding to the makeup of that biofilm. And when we talked about biofilm here not too long ago, we talked about the fact that the organisms inside the biofilm actually create antibiotics so they teach themselves how to protect themselves from antibiotics, which is a scary, scary world. And I don't know that we really know enough about mushrooms and their effect on biofilm, but I don't believe there's a mechanism there or they're not adding to to that mechanism because they're not able to break well, And quite biofilm. often, mold and fungus are grouped together. Yeah. And where does penicillin come from? It's mold. Mold. Yep. So, you know, it very, you, you got to be careful. You do have to be careful. Um, and as, and as far as quality, we've talked about that all the time. I'm sure, I'm sure you can get bad mushroom extracts. I'm sure you can get some that have no medicinal quality. Um, we hear horror stories about it, I'm buying a reishi mushroom and they put a a dot of it in there, the rest is nothing, but they put it on the label because it's got some reishi in there. So there's got to be dosages and mounts that are medicinally proven, which is what we look to as when, we, when we're looking at drug uh, supplement manufacturers, we're looking at their knowledge and, and how long have they been doing it and their independent lab testing to prove that what is on the label is actually what's, what's in the bottle. Um, but I thought we'd take this session and kind of do a reverse on, because we talked about the mushrooms and what they might be used for. So let's do the reverse. Let's look at in, um, a, a disease or some type of malady and what would be the mushrooms that would be best for that. Um, so what is the best mushroom for inflammation? Um, <clears throat> there's three that come to mind, reishi, cordyceps, and turkey tail. They show to have the most anti-inflammatory properties, um, and they also support your immune system. And a lot of our, our immune function, um, when, it's, when it's poor, leads to an inflammatory process. Um, what's the best mushroom for joint pain? Um, reishi mushrooms, again, come right to the top. Um, it's been shown in research that reishi can help ease pain in people with rheumatoid arthritis after about a period of 24 weeks. So it takes a fair amount of time for some of these things to actually exhibit. Um, so typically do <clears throat> mushroom extracts or mushrooms and their properties, does that take a, a while to build up in the system? Yeah, I think it's, it's not a, like it, a pop all, the pill and a couple of days later you're feeling better. Right. It's, they're, they're really not drugs. They're, they're fungus um, that come from our world and typically when people make dietary changes to improve their health, that doesn't, that doesn't help overnight. 
you know, that just takes a while. The nutrients that we're ingesting can take weeks and weeks and months sometimes to give us a positive outcome. I think the same is to be said for using some mushrooms. So if your immune function is poor um, and you want to boost it with some mushroom extract, you probably don't want to consider that an acute problem. It's, it's a long-term commitment to using that as part of your immune function. Um, so what is the medicinal mushroom that is touted for anti-aging? Because traditional Chinese medicine uses, again, reishi, um, and then the Korean, uh, Japanese use shiitake and maitake as anti-aging mushrooms to slow the aging progress and maintain long longevity. Um, what's the best mushroom to lower? Cortisol. So... The gentleman that came in the pharmacy last week looking for Ganoderma, again, that's a type of a reishi mushroom that helps helps control our cortisol output so it has a calming effect in in times of stress. Um, What mushroom is used for fibromyalgia? Um, That's a Ganoderma. Again, fibromyalgia is is oftentimes um, a, a severe inflammatory condition that travels around the body, but it's usually associated <clears throat> with a myriad of complications, one of which, <clears throat> one of, <clears throat> one of which is excessive stress. So, the, the these mush these mushroom extracts seem to have a calming effect on on our system. So, you, using some type of a Ganoderma mushroom may be part of a program. I don't know that if a fibromyalgia patient came in the store that I would say here take this and that's all you need to take is ganoderma but it can it might become part of their could program could be kind of a part of a regimen right right cuz it tip, it typically takes it just takes a long time and multiple modalities to help patients like this um uh one of the questions i ran across is what is better maitake or shiitake we actually see them mostly together so they have they have they have different properties um but maitake is called the king of mushrooms, um, mostly because it actually has it has high culinary use, um, as well as nourishing qualities to to the body overall. Um, so, what in in a nutshell, what are some of the myriad of health benefits that medical mushrooms, um, as nutritional powerhouses, can improve? Um, and that list includes the top is provide immune support. They're full of antioxidants. And we've talked about antioxidants ad nauseum in the past. Antioxidants are just really, really good for you. They, 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 they help um, fend off what's called oxidative stress. So as oxidation and stress destroy cells, the cells become rusty. And antioxidants help knock the rust off. I had a friend of mine that's a, a, a chef and a nutritionist, and they described mushrooms because they cooked with mushrooms a lot. And I love mushrooms in food, so and they cook with, and they describe mushrooms as the mitochondria of the food yeah. world. <clears throat> that, that, I'm like, well, it's very, well, that that's pretty <clears throat> accurate. That's out. very interesting. Yeah. So, and we've talked because about because of the antioxidant <clears throat> properties, right? And we talked about antioxidants in the past. And the mitochondria, so the mitochondria is the powerhouse. 
So anything you can ingest that powers the mitochondria and mushrooms may very well be one of those things to include in, in a regimen. Um, mitochondria health is all the rage right now in medicine. Um, we talked about methylene blue powering the mitochondria. In fact, I found a source of methylene blue that I think we can carry in the pharmacy. So Without turning the pharmacy blue? <clears throat> without turning the pharmacy blue. <laughs> <clears throat> like some labs get to be. Uh, interesting stuff. We're talking about mushrooms. Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy, Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, some of the dangerous side yeah. of mushrooms. The, you know, Again, we talked about that. You don't unless you're well-versed, you don't walk through the woods and go, oh, look, a mushroom, I'm going to have that for dinner tonight. Um, there are some dark and dangerous sides. We mentioned the biofilm side of things. So you have to know what you're working with when you're addressing mushrooms and fungus. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Superdoc 1270. I'm Steve Eich, along with Kevin Oberlander, Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center, downtown Bismarck's Corner Drugstore. And we're talking about fungus, mushrooms, and uh, the effects and good effects that it can have with your health regimen. And now there's a dark side. We want to talk a little bit about that because we've talked about the biofilms in the past. Um, and mushrooms, they're a fungus. Not really a, a plant, not an animal, kind of... Just their own little they're, world. They're, they're their own little world out there. And uh, quite often you think about the fungus side of things, that although many medical benefits, because as I mentioned, uh, you know, fungus is kind of lumped in with mold and penicillin comes from mold, good molds. So there's good molds, bad molds, good fungus, bad fungus, good mushrooms, bad mushrooms. Right, right. And even good mushrooms can be bad for somebody. So when I, when I was doing my research, I found eight specific um, risks that patients need to consider if they're going to use a mushroom extract. And the number one risk is the allergic reaction that could happen because this is something that it, it grows in the environment. Um, we can be allergic to a lot of things in our environment. So there's a, there's a population of individuals that may be specifically allergic to mushrooms. And they may know that. Well, and, you know. and quite often a lot of people that are allergic to mold because mold and mildew. And right. There's a lot of allergies out there for that. Well, again, mold is closely related to fungus, closely related to mushrooms. Which So if you're allergic to an aspect of that, right. there's a good chance you're going to be allergic to a larger aspect of that. Or, or if you have long-term exposure some people have exposure to mold that they're not even aware of it can be in it can be in the house that they're living in it can be in the building that they're working in we hear that with black mold all exactly the time. that's why it's exactly. so dangerous so so if a patient's exposed to a mold on a chronic basis 
their immune function is probably going to be compromised to that world and that world includes the potential that they would react to mushrooms so you just have to be diligent and very careful um so you know it's once you start something you just kind of need to be aware if you see some t- something that would be considered an allergic reaction you may be reacting to it that would be a skin rash that's going to be like a, a runny nose or some congestion you tip typical of, of your of your allergic reaction so you know be aware um the second most um documented risk is there's actually a fair amount of drug interaction so there again i think there is a risk in people just stopping looking at something off the shelf picking it taking it home and taking it well especially, but that's especially if not you're on medication mushroom specific because people right. you know, first everything. first thing they when you walk into your doctor's office okay what medications are you taking well, that also includes supplements. Yes. So if you're taking supplements, those supplements will react with different medications or courses of treatment as well. And, and I, I think people take that awfully lightly. I think they do. You know, the, the, the number one type of medication that can interact with mushrooms is, is blood thinners, the anticoagulants. A lot of people take them. A lot of people use them in their cardiovascular program. And they see, well, this particular kind of mushroom is good for my cardiovascular system. So I think I'm going to take that in addition to my medications. And without asking about it or asking a professional who, like, like our staff who can help with that, if we don't know the answer, we're going to look it up. I didn't know the answer on Friday, so I went and looked it up. But I think it's important that if you're, you know, we can look at your drug history if you get your medication from us. But if you don't, we don't have access to that for the most part. So it, the, it's, it, the, the buyer just needs to be diligent about what they're ingesting and any risks that might be involved with that. Toxicity is another issue. Um, I don't think you ever want to take an excessive amount of a mushroom extract. Um, I also don't think, like we've talked, you just don't walk out into the woods and eat a mushroom because there's some toxicity associated with that. Um, in some cases consuming mushroom extracts um, and these concentrated extracts, the beta-glucans, the polysaccharides can cause some digestive discomfort. Um, So sometimes starting with smaller doses and working into it so your GI tract understands what you're ingesting. So is there a danger or is there a benefit for, because like I said, I'll, I'll go on the shelf and I'll see mushroom extract. And then you look at the label and, and there's a bunch of different mushrooms in there. Or there'll be a mushroom-specific extract. Um, benefits, dangers of taking that one-size-fits-all or something specific? I actually think there might be a benefit to it. Because if you look at what we talked about, there's so many of these mushrooms that really exhibit the same outcomes. Immune function, um, anti-inflammatory, um, good for the cardiovascular system um but you need to help balance your blood sugar so if you take an extract combination you're using smaller amounts of different types of mushrooms so you may lower the risk of the exposure because you might be fine with one mushroom and not another one but again you also have to be have an understanding of what medications you may be on in conjunction with those as well just like any supplement yep great resource if you want more information uh Talk to Kevin and your staff. 705 East Main.
Bismarck's downtown corner drugstore. Perfect. Make sure you stop on in. Uh, Dakota Pharmacy, uh, Dakota Health Center. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Welcome to February 21st on the National Day Calendar. Today, we're embracing a modern approach to health alongside a classic indulgence from the bakery. Let's start with National Grain-Free Day, a day that highlights the dietary choice to omit grains for health or personal reasons. Originating from dietary movements like paleo and keto, grain-free living has gained traction among those living to reduce inflammation, improve digestion, or simply feel more energized. While grains have been a staple of the human diet for millennia, this day encourages exploring alternatives like nut flowers, seeds, and root vegetables, offering a chance to discover new flavors and textures while honoring one's dietary needs or choices. Well, this cookie's junk! I, I like a cookie. Exploring alternatives? What are they talking about? I love root vegetables like carrots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to explore that at all. I'm just going to have them. I'm totally on a keto diet Are right you? now. Yes. So I got to get ready for the summer. So you're truly not going to like what I have to say. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> From the grain free to the gloriously grain filled, let's sink our teeth into National Sticky Bun Day. Sticky buns, with their roots from the German settlement of Pennsylvania, have been an American favorite since the 18th century. These sweet, rolled pastries laden with cinnamon, sugar, and pecans, then glazed with caramel, epitomize comfort food. Originally brought over by German immigrants known as the Pennsylvania Dutch, sticky buns have become a staple in bakeries and kitchens across the nation. Whether they're enjoyed as a breakfast treat or a decadent snack, sticky buns represent a delicious blend of American history and culinary delight. They put him in charge of sticky buns. Did you intentionally pick this day? The only thing missing is the butter. Melted <laughs> across the top. You, I can have butter. I can't have <laughs> sticky buns. That's the problem. There must be a grain-free alternative to that, isn't there? I mean, I'm pretty sure there is. Made from carrots or something? You should find me one. I'll do that. With actually. some, like, sunflower seeds. See, that sounds good, actually. Yeah. There we go. Can we go look? There's a lot of different choices nowadays, so that's what today is about. The choice. All right, that is true. All right. I'm LaToya Johnson. I'm Marlo Anderson. Thank you for joining us as we celebrate Celebrate every day on Destination Celebration. Until next time, keep celebrating. Talk of the Town, weekday morning starting at 9 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 mobile app. AM Mandan Bismarck, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. News, talk, and sports for Bismarck Mandan. Super Talk 1270.
Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk 1270, time to check in with Joe Sheehan over at Benchmark Mortgage. He is your mortgage planner. Give him a call. And uh, Joe, what are things looking like today? Uh, I don't know. It seems kind of like it's been kind of quiet this week. Well, rates are trying to find a um, war. They're trying to, well, they've, they've gone up since December. And people ask her, people ask me, well, yeah, I heard rates came down. Well, they did. You know, they were at almost 8% back in October. They've come down to, they came down to in the sixes and um, right right there, right before Christmas. Of course, when nobody's shopping for a house. Oh. <laughs> nobody really knows that. Funny how that and, works. And then, of course, Paul did us the favor of going on 60 Minutes. And, you know, immediately after that, the, you know, basically kind of gives away that he probably isn't going to lower interest rates. And then the, they, we get some, the CPI comes in hotter and inflation uh, still stubborn as ever. And so the outcome is, you know, we've got rates right back up in the low sevens again. But so our rates, how are rates? They're down. <laughs> but everybody remembers hearing how they were down in the sixes in December. So, um, you know, it, it, it's one of these things where we did a lot of damage in COVID. And it is just going to take some time to get things back to a normal ebb and flow. Um, in this economy regarding inflation. And, you know, there's there's some bad news out there. Like, one of the bad things is almost one per, say this right, 100% of the growth in spending, in consumer spending in last year's economy was financed by debt. Does that make sense? Well, that's one of the things I keep following is... It, credit card debt is on the rise. And prior to COVID, it seems like uh, we had gotten rid of a lot of credit card debt. Right. And so you look at the growth in consumer spending and you go, hmm, 100% of the growth in consumer spending was in debt. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that people are out of money, right? But when when is that going to come to when when is that going to when are people going to stop spending? Then is the question. And we don't, you know, the jobs reports are still hot. The the I mean, the CPI came in at you know a lot hotter than expected, and um, you know, but at the same time. Um, Manufacturing contracting. You know, Japan fell into a recession um, this this past week, and uh, and China's a mess. Well, that was uh, and uh, you. Uh, okay, if let's go global for a second here, because we talk about the EU all the time. We don't talk about the Asian markets, and China is China. We know that, uh, but Japan. I find it interesting that Japan is struggling. Japan never struggles. 
Well, Japan's actually, you, you don't hear about it because they've been struggling all the time. They, so it's the third largest economy in the world. And, um, you know, back in the, uh, it, was, it was not doing great before the Great Recession. It's just never, it's never really recovered from that. You know, Japan, Japan has caused itself such an issue that Japan is one of the places in the world that you can get a 100-year mortgage. Um, they have such inflated real estate prices that they, they, they invented the 100-year mortgage. And um, the, uh, the, it's assumable by family members. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, gener God. it's generational um, mortgage. Explain that for listeners because it, that's something that, you know, we... <laughs> Okay, just to back up a little bit, we've seen uh, financing cars and boats and consumer goods go from two years to three years to five years to seven years to uh, there's some things out there that are 10 years. Mortgages, uh, 30 has always been the standard. Uh, people will do 20. 15 is, is good when the finances are good. Get that paid off. Uh, that's a good mortgage, better rates typically. But a hundred-year mortgage. Uh, at that yeah. point, it, are you almost looking that okay? It's a lease payment. You're never going to pay this off. Yeah, yeah. I think they just have to. That's the thing is when you say you don't hear about Japan being in trouble. Well, Japan just has been in trouble for a long time. They've been they've been just struggling because they they had massive inflation. They dealt with it with leverage and things like this. Um, on top of it, Japan actually was doing a negative. Japan just ended negative interest rates, I think, last year. So Japan's central bank was doing negative interest rates through since the uh, middle of the Great Recession. And um, it, so Japan has been, you know, it, the, the the problem for us is as long as Japan struggles in our favor, that's great. <laughs> Yes, but it, when Japan when Japan flips into a recession, as the third largest economy in the world, um, the the one thing that that could happen for us is um, we don't export a lot more to Japan, so the imports could hopefully reduce in price, which could help inflation. So maybe Japan flipping into a recession will help us. Because if their prices fall, uh, our imports from them will fall, which will reduce prices for us, um, and uh, maybe that will that will help. But one of the big things that in this last CPI, one of the big problems um, was that shelter was such a big part of that shocking increase, and um, with shelter being, you know, obviously, uh, so. In the, in the middle of of what is a very high interest rate inventory or, or low inventory, high interest rate environment, you'd think high interest rates would have a deflationary impact on real estate, and it just hasn't happened. Real estate is going up more than ever, and and I don't know this this may you you almost wonder if if low interest rates could would be good for this country right now. Because what would high, what would low interest rates do to real estate if if it's if we can't get prices under control? 
That's a great question. Let's come back and talk about that scenario after the break. Uh, we're talking to Joe Sheehan. He is your mortgage planner over at Benchmark Mortgage. Give him a call at 701-400-3926. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk 1270, you're tuned to Talk of the Town. We're talking with Joe Sheehan. He is your mortgage planner over Benchmark Mortgage. Give him a call at 701-400-3926. And uh, we're talking a little bit about uh, scenarios. Okay, we know where interest rates are right now. What if they did go back down? Because we've seen a little bit of a sluggish housing market. I know my neighborhood, uh, uh, a year ago, houses, they didn't even hit the market. They just sold. Um Things are a little sluggish now, and some houses that I think are priced extremely right have been sitting there for a while. Um, bigger picture, uh, what do we need in the economy? Because we talked about uh, the debt spending. We talked about um, some of the finances that are taking place around the country right now. Housing market, to get the economy back well, on track, do we need to go back down to that 2%, 3%, 4% interest well, rate? Never. What, Hopefully never. We got the economy completely. We tried to turn it. We tried to turn the train into a spaceship. Too fast. With that, with the you know, with those rates. So hopefully we never see those again. Um, but you know, I mean, the reason you know when you when you talked about properties that are sitting, well, see that's you know when you live in a big rich neighborhood like yours. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. <laughs> But I, I mean, now that seriously though, that the only time properties are sitting is if they're over five hundred thousand. But that's the average. But that's kind of the average house now. The average three bedroom, two or three garage house with you know that might be fairly modern. You don't see a new build much for under four hundred fifty five hundred thousand anymore. Okay, so and, and that's a modest that's a modest new build. That's not anything fancy, but 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 under four fifty, the houses are hotcakes. They okay. are they literally you can't I mean if you if your house is on the market for more than thirty days, under four hundred thousand dollars, your price too high. How much of that plays into the fact that maybe a house is a little bit older and, and the square footage dictates, the neighborhood dictates that uh, that price is there, but somebody hasn't done updates. Uh, you know, the bathroom, the kitchen, the master, those. Yeah, those are selling. Those are selling too. Those are selling. If they're under, if they're under four hundred, those are selling. Wow. Um, and uh, um, uh, we, we're seeing really good appreciation in homes under four fifty. Um, it's once you get over four fifty, and then once you get over seven hundred, you got a boat anchor. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sit on the market a little bit with that, and new construction. Um, now there's still new construction happening. Yeah, you know, so people go, ah, everybody says construction slow, but I see these new houses being built. Yeah, we all want to know who those people are because they got some money. Um, those those houses are being built with 
you know, cash sales of other things, or with cash from sales of other things. Um, the no no bank is right now flush in construction loans uh, for your normal average person. And the spec the spec homes that builders have built, you know, it doesn't matter what builder you're talking to. You can you can find any builder with a spec home over 450 that's been sitting for, and those those things have been sitting for a year. So when you're looking at, so, it, it, so, so when it's you're compartmentalized, okay. So when the, you're, the, 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 so when you're lo- when you're looking at this, Joe, and you're looking at some of those houses and and what's being built, you know, then I always come back to, but we still don't have enough inventory. So where's the sweet spot for inventory? Because you look at a new build and and you're not building anything for under five fifty, six hundred. Um, where's the the sweet spot because the builders need to make money the banks need to make money consumers need to spend money and get invested into a new home or a new construction where's the sweet spot because there's a lot of balls in the air right now no no you don't you're you're, you're misunderstanding people in real estate don't need to make money nobody cares about it (laughs) (laughs) just give it away funny because people don't really another way to look at the market you know, guys like me are rare. Like, um, you know, people go like, oh, how, how are you still doing so well? Well, I have a lot to thank for a very loyal customer group um, that, you know, that I've hopefully treated well over the years and they treat me back well as well. Um, because I I haven't been affected that badly by what you've seen in this increased rate environment. But in, in my industry, over 100,000 of me are gone this year. Um, uh, more than a hundred thousand now, and and in and in uh, and in realtors, I think what was it over over eighty thousand realtors are gone in the last quarter uh, across the country, and it, it, and even in um, even in the um, uh, local list. On the local list, I know there were more than um, 50 non-renewals or license put into escrow this last this last year, and and it's so funny because if that was happening in any other industry, there'd be an upcry. You know, like the government's got to do something about this. Like, imagine if 100,000 auto workers got put on the street. <laughs> the government be like, be, yeah, oh, but- the government's got to do something about this. If a hundred thousand street uh, steel workers were put on the street, or a hundred thousand, like think, think about like you know, if a hundred thousand miners were put out on, uh, you know, like there'd be a there'd be an outcry in one year. Are you kidding me? That's a crisis. You know, for us, they're like you know, <laughs> here's the poorhouse, get in. But Joe, um, they're, they're, but, that's always kind of been the nature of the real estate game because when things are hot, you see a lot of people jumping into that that maybe aren't committed long time to a career, and they'll dabble in it. And so, oh, it's a good, it's a good thing. There's no doubt about it. It's a, uh, it's an industry that's got too fat. I don't mean. I, I hope people don't start sending me, you know, flowers and pity cards. Um, like I said, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm, but but it's another way to look at what's happened in the industry. Is my point is that is that kind of contraction in personnel relates very real in a very real way to the story of the inventory and how many less houses are being sold because of that. The locked in bar, the locked in buyer effect. The, well, the, the, these here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. 
if you went and surveyed, because they have, they have, if you went and surveyed all these folks that own $450,000 houses that aren't putting them on the market and asked them if they would like to go buy something else, most of them, more than 50% would. More than 50% of the people who've lived in their houses over three years would like to go build or buy something new. But they just don't feel like they can when they're sitting on a uh, 3% interest rate. So, and so a lot of people are trapped in, in their real estate, or at least that's the perception. Locked in is what we call it. The locked in homeowner. Yeah. yeah. And, and so this brings us to that first thing I was saying. Okay, what if with it, what if rates drop to let's say five or four point seven five? Tell you what, hold, well, hold, hold that idea, yeah. hold that thought. We'll come back after the break. This is Talk of the Town. We're talking with Joe yeah. Sheehan. He is your mortgage planner over at Benchmark Mortgage. Give him a call. Put the plan together. Seven zero one four hundred three nine two six. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk twelve seventy thousand. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Doc 1270, you're tuned to Talk of the Town. I'm Steve Bach, along with Joe Sheehan, your mortgage planner. Give him a call at 701-400-3926. Put that plan together. Okay, so Joe, uh, what if interest rates drop back down to 475, 4.5, something that in people's mind, it, it's kind of a trigger? Well, yeah, and so I just ran this as an example for somebody yesterday. And I was like, what would, what would happen if interest rates went up a point on your you know, $350,000 loan. And they were like, oh my God, I'd never be able to afford that. And I, I ran the payment right in front of them because that's what I do. As you know, every client gets to see their numbers with me. I think it's one of the things that has kept us, you know, thriving in a really tough environment is that we're one place that provides real clear picture um, for people. We take a lot of time with our clients. And he, he watched that payment change with that one point change in interest rate. And he goes, well, that's it. Now, it was $100 a month. But in relationship to what people think interest rate impact is on a payment, it wasn't that much. And, and so I think what would happen is you start seeing people are, people are at 3% or 3 point something for the most part. And you start seeing rates at four something or very, very low fives. And now they've got, they've got equity in their home, right? So there may be additional down payment on a bigger house too. So the payment might not go up that much. It might only go up a hundred or 200 bucks. And you know, the American consumer, we expect inflation. And so if I have to pay a few hundred bucks to live in a much nicer home or a much newer home that, a much different home that fits my needs better. Two or three hundred bucks—that that probably isn't going to stop a lot of people anymore. Well, and but think about that. 
you know, there's no inventory ready for them. What's a hundred? What's a hundred dollars though? I so mean, they're going to put the that's they're put their house on the market, but there's no inventory waiting for them. And so, all of a sudden, you know, what we've said is that the one thing that's bucking inflation. Maybe eggs have gone down. Maybe gas has gone down. No, but they real estate has not. I, trust me, I eat a lot of eggs and I buy a lot of gas. And no, they have not gone down. Um, okay, so. Here's a question then. So you're looking at somebody who, um, forget the interest rate, because again, the mortgage plan, the equity in what you've got in your home, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people have, have banked up a lot of equity, um, interest rates drop a point, or even if they don't, you're looking at, okay, where's the best situation? Somebody who is in a position, they've got that $450,000 house, um, and maybe they want to downsize or, or move. If the inventory is not there, you're you're kind of hamstrung, but so you're empty nesters now and you don't need the five or or six bedroom house. Maybe you want to move over to Cornus Loop where, uh, you don't ever have to mow your lawn or move the snow again, but you get to live in a big, nice five to $600,000 house. What snow? (laughs) (laughs) Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, but well, no, there's lots of reasons to move to have right. I mean, that, I mean, it could be that hey, I'm in that semi-retirement stage where, you know, I want to travel more, I want to boat more, I want to go see grandkids more, but I don't want to shovel my walk and mow my lawn. Um, and uh, um, there's lots of reasons, right? Right. I mean, and and uh, it could be just that it could be that you want. You want to just you want to buy that bigger home because you do have a lot of grandkids, and you have big family events. You have you know you have two or three kids with grandkids, and you want a bigger house as you go towards retirement first because you're gonna you're gonna host the Christmases and the barbecues and yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that that group of people that's in that four hundred fifty thousand dollar plus range that's locked in at three. Three and a half. They're they're very motivated to want something else. They just can't figure out how to do it. So, is there a scenario where somebody who's sitting on that house that it would come up that okay, you can't afford not to list your house right now because that's that house sells. It's going to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Trying to find the inventory is a little hard, but you know if you're dropping square footage, maybe. Or if you're going up, it's so. What are some of the scenarios where it's like, no, you have a home you're locked into, but really you can't afford not to sell that right now? Yeah, we all you need is if if you say the words I would like or I want, you should call me because every right now I got to tell you probably fifty percent of the borrowers start with me after they've been told no by their bank or after they got numbers that they didn't get that they got from their bank that didn't match up. And they come in, they see me, and they go, well, we, we, we know we can't afford a house, but we were told to see you. And when we get done going through the numbers, almost every person buys a house. I can say this with honor. The last 100 people through my door have bought a house that was 25% over their original comfort zone. Not because not because I talked them into buying more house, but because once they had a financial plan in place, they just finally felt more comfortable making a decision that was better for them. They just didn't see how it was possible 
based on sitting at their own kitchen table. But there's a lot of strategies, cash leverage strategies, debt leverage strategies, getting your financial advisor involved. Um, there's, there's, you know, a lot of people come in, they, 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 they've already decided they can't buy a house because they went to the bank, got a payment, but they don't know what their house would really sell for. Well, that's a, that's a whole part of the cash leverage strategy. What, what, is, what is the true equity going to be in your house on the sale? Um, but I'm telling you, 100 of my clients, you found any one of my last 100 clients that walked through the door, we, they have bought a house that was 25% over, minimum over, what they re- originally thought they could afford when they walked through the door. So never too early to start with a plan. and Never. Never too early. And just because you hear something somewhere else, don't assume that until you talk to Joe Sheehan because he's your mortgage planner. Uh, there's some plans out there, too. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, North Dakota Housing Finance and uh, Verity Homes, and there's some different incentives out there. I want to come back and talk about those uh, next after the break. Uh, we're talking with Joe Sheehan. He is your mortgage planner. Give him a call at 701-400-3926. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk 1270, you're tuned to Talk of the Town. I'm Steve Bach, along with Joe Sheehan, your mortgage planner over Benchmark Mortgage. Give him a call at 701-400-3926. Never too early, never too late to start with a mortgage plan. And there's more options out there than you think. In fact, uh, Joe, you and I talk a lot about some of the different options with North Dakota Housing Finance, some of the different builders. Verity Homes, I know right now, has got some great things that they're kind of winding down because it's been very successful. Um, What's out there for a consumer? If, If you're looking at okay, where's my best opportunity to maybe get out of what I'm in, uh, but I was locked in because of those low interest rates. Um, where are the options? Well, let's say, let's say you just moved here, and let's say you, you have, uh, you've got a great new job, you've got great new job opportunity, but you, um, and you want to buy a really nice house, but you don't have any cash. You don't have any money to invest in it. Hey, Imagine if you could buy a $750,000 house with no money down. Whoa. Well, you can do that in North Dakota. So we've got, we've got a program for that. Um, if you're a first-time homebuyer, uh, imagine being able to get a rate with no money down at 5.75%. We got that in North Dakota. Um, it, there's, this, there's so many things that you can... That you can do if you're a veteran. If you're a veteran, you let me help you utilize your veteran benefits. We are veterans are one of the most active homebuyer groups right now. You know, no money down. The rates are really good. Typically, you know, I can get rates, and I've gotten rates locked in and below sixes on VA home loans. Um, even when rates are up around seven, VA home loans is performing a little better. So, um, veterans. First-time home buyers, and even the, even the buyer that thinks, "Hey, I can't buy uh, one of these other 
houses, hey, give, give me a shot at working your numbers because whether you have money down or not, and and by the way, those houses are a really good deal because houses over 500000 aren't selling that fast. You can negotiate with the sellers a lot and get a really good price, really good incentives. And, man, Verity Homes still has. Verity, Verity Homes discounted. Um, they wanted to sell 10 homes by the end of the year. They still got some of the bunch. 15 of those homes that under, uh, we put about uh, 10 of them under contract, but they've still got about 10 of them that, that are out there that are ready to go. Um, pretty close to moving ready. And they're dis- some, of the, some of those homes are discounted by $30,000, $40,000. Um, and uh, you, you, just, you can't even get close to build, building for what the, some of the homes they have on inventory are. If you try to go build a home this next year, for that price, you're not going to be even within $50,000 of it. So I would check out Barry Homes, too. Now, they're just a pocket in the market where there's some really good deals. So what else is out there? Because we talked about Verity, North Dakota Housing Finance, uh, the VA loans. Um, your little secret, and, and you don't call it a reverse mortgage, but... Uh, um, that's oh, an government op- back guarantee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The government <laughs> guarantee. Yeah. Ba- hey, yeah. So... If you're if you're retirement age, sixty two or older, I mean, here's the other thing: I can't afford the payment. Well, if you're sixty two or older, um, and you have money down, we we can put you in a home, and you have no payment. Um, you know, the the FHA backs a retirement loan that does not require you to make a payment as long as you live in the home, and. Um, you know, and I, this is one I've told you, like people say, well, no, it's a risky product. It's not. I put my own mother in one. Um, it's a safe guaranteed product from the federal government that's meant for people who are retired so that they can safely afford to live in their own home. And, uh, yeah, we have that program. It's, and it's great. So who qualifies for that? You got to be 62 years or older, and you just have to prove that you can afford your budget. So almost every, almost anybody, the, the key with it is, right now, on average, you have to be at about 50% of the equity of the home. So it works great for somebody who's selling their house, and they're going to put all the money from their house down on the new home, and the loan balance will be at or less than 50% of the value of the home. Um, or if you're trying to stay in your home and you've got a lot of equity in your home and let's say you needed some money to fix it up or something so you could live there still, you could use this, get some money to fix it up, and you don't have to make any payments on the loan that you take out to fix it up to stay in your home. Those are the kind of folks that really benefit from, from utilizing the, the government-guaranteed retirement loan. You know, I see a scenario where a lot of people that maybe have been in a home for 30, 35, 40 years, which uh, used to be the norm, isn't the case today, but there's still a lot of people that are on the back side of that, and they don't have a mortgage. They, they paid off their mortgage. Great program yep. for those folks as well. Yeah, yep. if you were someone who was selling a really, like, a, 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 a larger home because you're retiring and you want to downscale, but you wanted to put some of the equity from that into cash investments to support your lifestyle you versus put it all down on the next house so you didn't have a house payment. Now you don't have to do that. You could keep some of that money, put some of that money down, 
have a house with no payment on it and then have a little money in the bank too. Like we can really help you and your financial advisor with that product, structure out a good retirement plan. Joe Sheehan, he is your mortgage planner, and the key there is your financial advisor, um, working with somebody's financial advisor, working with your clients to make sure that the plan is in place because it's about uh, what are the goals. Is it short-term? Is it long-term? Is it middle-term? And there's a plan that you have to have for all of those, and Joe's the guy. Uh, Joe, thanks for joining us this morning. You bet. Joe Sheehan, he is your mortgage planner. Give him a call over at Benchmark Mortgage, 701-400-3926. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You don't need a time machine to amend past tax returns. I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Doing a little spring cleaning and you find a 1099 you forgot to file last year, or maybe you just found out about a tax credit that you could have taken advantage of. ABC Business correspondent Alexis Christophoros says it isn't too late to do something about it. That may require you to amend your return. You can do this by completing the form 1040X. You explain any changes on there. You mail in the form to the IRS. They do not accept that form electronically, but make sure you've done that after your original return has been processed. Now, in cases where you realize you didn't take advantage of credits, Christophoros says you can amend returns for the past three years. But in cases where you've realize you forgot to claim income? The important thing when dealing with the IRS is to be honest, upfront, and proactive, as opposed to thinking you're hiding out and that they won't find you. Because one thing is for certain, the IRS will always find you. With today's tax tip, Daria Albinger, ABC News. Welcome to the School for Startups Minute with Jim Beach. Everyone wants to be interesting. We want to hang out and be around people that are funny, interesting, have a point of view. So the question is, can we become more interesting? Can we change over the next year or so and become more interesting people? I say the answer is yes. I'll show you one way to do that right after this. This is Dr. Michael Garko for Strauss Naturals. The heart is only a bit larger than a fist. Each day it pumps about 2,000 gallons of blood through 60,000 miles of blood vessels. With this extraordinary workload, I encourage you to take Strauss Heart Drops to help support a healthy cardiovascular system. The Heart Drops are backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. No questions asked. Visit StraussNaturals.com to learn more and order the Heart Drops today. The best way to be interesting is to be curious and to become a good listener. Yesterday was the Super Bowl, and I'm really not interested. I'm more interested in the ads, but I watch anyway so that I can talk about it, so that my male friends will think that I'm interesting. I also read articles on art so that when I meet an art lover, I can have an intelligent conversation with them. Also, being curious opens you up to more new experiences, and all of this will make you a more interesting person. This is the Pet Minute. I'm Steve Dale. 2023 was a bear of a dog year. Next. Beringer Ingelheim Animal Health wants you to know that your dog can be at risk of heart disease. By screening for a heart murmur, abnormal heart rhythm, or heart enlargement, your veterinarian will be able to diagnose and possibly treat these signs earlier. There are medications that can help delay the onset of congestive heart failure or manage the symptoms of heart failure once diagnosed. Talk with your veterinarian to see if your dog is at risk and schedule that ever-important annual exam. Early detection is best. The most popular male dog names last year, according to Fido Tabby Alert. For the dudes, number five, Cooper, Shadow at four, then Duke at number three. Max falls from number one to the runner-up. 
overtaken by the name Bear. As for the ladies, number five is Sadie, then Lucy, then Coco, number two, Bella, and the most common, Luna. For the Pet Minute, I'm Steve Dale. Just Whether it's turning into high school football games, monitoring the patterns of incoming storms, or catching your favorite talk show, these are just some of the ways listeners depend on North Dakota's AM radio stations. And we need your help. Text AM 52886 and tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars. This ad is aired by the North Dakota Broadcasters Association and this station. What is happening in Israel? They're giving out 10,000 assault rifles. The government has purchased them and they're giving them out to civilian security teams. Why? Because they know a well-armed people have a chance. Even if the whole world stands against them, at least if the Israelis, and they will fight to the last man because they have no place else to go. The Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Weekdays from 11 to Two on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the town. Weekday morning starting at 9 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Bismarck, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.